Welcome, hunters, to SideQuest. Um, I forgot the episode number entirely. Seven episode eight, episode Axiom. Seven. <laughs> Welcome to SideQuest number Axiom, Axiom Verge. Number Axiom <laughs> Verge, yes. Um, <laughs> this is your host, Fort One, um, and joined by me today, as usual, is Haru. How you doing? I am from the 80s now, and I've been sent to kill <laughs> Sarah Connor. Sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, joined as usual by Toaster. How you doing? I am surprisingly not dead yet, so that's a good thing. It's a very bleak outlook on life, of course. Um, Maybe it's positive. I mean, it kind of fits the tone of the game, don't you? Think? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, anyways, we're trying to be talking about Axiom Verge today. Um, hopefully, you guys played along with us. Um, but Axiom Verge is a Metroidvania, um, so basically side-scrolling action game where you backtrack a crap ton and you unlock doors with weapons, sort of, or keys in some cases. But um, we, uh, I personally played this on Switch. Uh, I know it's all available on PS4, PC, and I think Xbox. Um, so where did you play it, Haru? I was uh, on PS4, and uh, just okay. little known fact, it's also out for the Wii U and the PlayStation Vita. Really? This was on the Wii U? Wow. <laughs> oh, when it was a... Like. And when it was Kickstarter... Because this was a Kickstarter game, I believe. This is a thousand percent a Kickstarter game. Yeah. I do you believe like? one of the goal stretch goals was Wii U, and I think it hit it. I'm and happy that. And then it also put it up for Switch. I am happy that this was Kickstarted. Well, that's uh, good. A quick, a quick spoiler to the first impressions. I enjoyed this quite a bit, actually. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I always thought the metrics are cool. I love the aesthetics of it. Uh, uh-huh. To to give everybody a brief a brief uh, description of what this game is, it's Metroid or Super Metroid with a healthy dose of what the hell is happening and what is that. <laughs> to be fair, that I felt that way the first time playing Metroid also. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot more what is that in this game. That's true. <laughs> yes, there's a lot more mystery to it than than everything else. It's, um, it's very much sort of like a inspired by Metroid sort of that in that vein of a lot of Kickstarter games that are sort of spiritual accessory accessories. Yeah. See, yeah. I agree, but also part of it is less Less inspired by it, more like let's just make Metroid, but like do it our way. Like they, well, yeah, that, they that's have... exactly what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Uh, I like it because it's. I, I, I'm just so, so used to like tropes and stuff, but it's like, oh well, this is clearly X Y Z, and you know, you get kind of tired of the same old things. Yeah, and this game really makes it up. It kind of took that whole alien feeling actually alien to a to the correct level like a lot of times when it's like it's aliens and it's like no that's that's not alien i'm super familiar with that that's that's just whatever this was actually new concepts and stuff and i liked it okay um so i take it that's your first impression (laughs) yeah sorry i just i really i thought it was cool yeah starting Um, a game you're kind of in the lab and things predictably go wrong and then it, <laughs> there's an explosion, 
and then you wake up in this sort of like bioorganic uh, um, Brinstar uh, underground complex, and you need to find a weapon, and things are getting right. Things are rotating around, like crawling around platforms on the other side, and then they're looping around it, and uh, it's very dangerous. I like that your experiment at the beginning wasn't even like. Like, a lot of times you know what's happening with the experiment, but this one you're like, I have no idea what he was doing. <laughs> Start this <laughs> game off. Right. Like, in Super Metroid, you go to drop off the Metroid, and, like, you, you fly 20 seconds away, and the scientists already died and screwed themselves up, so. Right. But this one you're just kind of like, you're doing something, and then now you're here. I thought hmm. that was cool. How about your first what? impression, Fort? Well, my first impression was, holy crap, this is Super Metroid. Like, I'm just like, I started playing it and I was like, okay. And then I got into the same feeling I felt with Super Metroid, which I'll probably get into this a little bit of a ranty thing <laughs> with the uh, um, gameplay. But yeah, like, I don't get me wrong, I love Super Metroid, but... There's a reason why I don't consider it one of my favorite games. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I, I was like, okay, this is cool, but I'm not, like, I'm not, like, uh, I'm not in love with it. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't feel, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't have the, the warm fuzzies going into this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, I think, uh, I think I, I enjoyed playing it. Uh, it's, it's outside of the norm of what I would usually play, you know, Doom, Monster Hunter, more action-oriented, you know, less uh, slower pace like this kind of game is. Um, so, it it's, uh, well, I mean, not that this game is extremely slow plays, paced, but it's slower paced. <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful when you're playing this game, otherwise uh, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty really, uh, harsh in terms of balance. Like the health that uh, oh, little yeah. creepy crawlies take off of you is not oh, yeah. not like Metroid Prime. It's very much like old school. Yeah, there's some enemies where it's like, holy crap! I cannot believe I got hit by that. That hurt. Like um, we're th the freaking we're the like zombie dudes or whatever that run at you. Like yes. those things were like a nightmare uh, up until later game. Um, it was just like, uh, no thanks. <laughs> I, hate the, I hate the ones I, that dash out of the walls that go like, wee wee and they go back and forth. Because yeah. I always forget they're there and then just try to run fast real fast and they chunk my health. I'm like, god, it's fine. Oh, the sort <laughs> of like uh, the Ely ones? Yeah. Yeah. So they give you a couple of different weapon types early on. I think it's like a shotgun spread, this sort of grenade launcher you manually detonate. Uh, just and the, just the Samus Pew Pew, yeah. Uh, and then like it's Electro Blaster, and I felt like the just the standard uh, Pew Pew was the most effective most of the oh. times. It actually had range on it, and it didn't have to micromanage it. I did want to point that out too, by the way. Uh, in terms of Metroid stuff, uh, the game actually is very. You don't have to 100% it. Like, you can miss so many things. I just, tried to. <laughs> I tried to 100% it. I honestly did. Which I think it was like... 
That's where you're going. As much as I could without a guide or anything, so I just did my best. I think I ended up coming out like 90-something. I like that there's like 10 weapons you naturally run into, and then like total there's like 20 weapons. <laughs> like, Yeah. There's a lot you'll just never see if you don't explore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found some of those weapons that you um, needed to explore for sure, but... Um, so before we get too far into gameplay, uh, what do you think of the graphics? I think they're it, cool. It's very much sort of, um, I guess 16, like, I guess it's 16 bit, but it reminded me a lot of the first Metroid because there's a lot yes. of like dark blue to black gradient sort of things. And there's not a lot of like, it, it's that sort of like, uh, yeah old style where if you enter the blue area it's going to be shades of blue if you enter the pink area it's going to be shades of pink it's not like there's like a limited color palette that depending there's a limited color color palette it can have on screen at a time but that technical limitation is long gone Um, Um, they tend to to go for like a straight up like this is sort of like 80's retro kind of thing like a, a, a lot a lot with like the music the style the graphics uh, that kind of at least that was the vibe I got with it. So the graphics really followed that. <laughs> Weirdly, like, the graphics. What... Go ahead. Uh, oh, so the graphics kind of remind me of. Um... Oh no, I was gonna say it. Now I can't remember. Uh, it was released for the GameCube or the Game uh, 3DS. Uh, it was made by one dude. And it's very Metroidvania. Uh, I'll think of it later on. Wait, are you talking yeah, about Dust? I... No. Um, it's the one where he plays the robot kid, and there's Chibi Robot. Oh wait, no, um, uh, no, I'm thinking of like Cave Story. Um, cave Story, yes. Oh, that's it was a robot story. kid in that. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, Whoa. it reminds me a lot of Cave Story. Okay, I did not because it, it uses those blocks, but it also uses that kind of weird strange visuals i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna call it like the weirdness is very strange visuals very alien yeah 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 where it's that fake pixely thing like it's not like we use pixels because we need to anymore people just use them aesthetically yes and that's how it reminds me of yeah yeah i know i totally get what you're saying um uh i didn't like i like I like the look of it, um, and it's obvious that they're you know they're going for a certain aesthetic for it. You know, it's not just crappy because oh I didn't have the money to make the <laughs> make the best looking game. Like it seems like they they went for what was intended here, um, for sure. So, um, one thing I did like about the graphics was the not just the world and the people, but the all the extra characters, like the bosses and, you know, Athetos and, uh, I don't remember the other two, the, the, the giant robot ones that you make, meet. Shit. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know the, the names. You mean like the Chozo statue either. kind of things in the walls? Yeah, the huge yeah. sprite work things. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like, they, they put a lot of work into making some things very beautiful. Yeah. Elsa Nova, <laughs> Ophelia, and Verasuka. 
that's it. And those are the giant, yeah. you know, uh, insect, but not insects, robot machine things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the, the good guys or whatever. Yeah. Um, the, I don't know. Like, I don't have much else to say on the graphics part of it. Um, Haru, what, what do you what do you feel about it? Um, well, I mean, it's, like, I like the sort of, like, the setting is very much sort of underground, cave-like, enclosed space, uh, right. to, to facilitate the Metroidvanian, like, <clears throat> structure, uh, but once you're in a cave for, like, a whole game, you kind of ceases to be a cave and starts to be just the place where the game is set. And like, <laughs> yeah, I if there's like some saying, windows actually. somewhere, or like there's transitions, or like some things to make you feel like give you a sense of place. Like this is up, this is down. And I didn't get very far into the game because I got stuck. So you guys maybe can comment on like how it uh, in later levels conveys a sense of like this is a different area. Right. Uh, yeah, and when it was mostly done with color. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> For, yeah, and and I don't. Yeah, the the aesthetics started didn't really change a ton. Yeah. Like you had like different textures and that kind of stuff, and you'd ran into like different enemies. Is the purple um, area? But yeah, in some sections you're like, okay, this is this is blue, this is pink, this is purple. Like <laughs> it was very uh, up. Yeah, it was very. Um, like, I don't want to say monotone, but it was <laughs> maybe, maybe three-tone. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that, I felt like they could have got a little more creative with the design in some areas, but yeah, it's... I liked the, um, character art for, uh, a trace, I, I guess he is our, because he looked like sort of just like, man, Samus, at first, but... Um, like the character art made him sort of like just sort of like a froey dude, and he had sideburns, and he looked not not too. Oh, you mean his detailed like when he's talking? Prota- yeah, the, yeah, the character portrait. Mm-hmm. It didn't look too uh, video game protagonisty, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, he wasn't he man. He was your average Joe. I always like that when games do that with their characters versus like you're the hero. Like no, you're just a dude. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking yeah. of character design, uh, how your main character looks once he gets the, the awesome cape. I love that look. I, just, I like the long scientist oh, coat the, on the, the character. Yeah, the lab coat. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. I do agree. I, I wish they'd done better to differentiate the places. It was mostly just the enemies that made you realize the difference. Right. Yeah, I, I yeah I don't. It does very well in some parts. I just think it needed more variety. For sure. Uh, so moving on to a different side of the aesthetics, what did you think about the music? I really liked it. Um, from what I could tell, like each area, like section of the map had its own theme, mm-hmm. and it was very much Metroidy. Gonna do 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 do. 
like atmospheric uh, background music. And, and I think, yeah. Could you guys tell? Did the bosses have different themes, or did they all have the like boss theme, and that was like the same throughout the game? I think it's about the same. Yeah, it felt the same to me. Okay. Okay. Um, I do say I, I, I like the kind of vague chorusy uh, sounds. Yeah. You know where it's like oh it's like uh, like it just uh, it's got that weird eeriness. Uh, Zone of the Enders used that a lot too. When they whenever they wanted to signify a super dangerous enemy enemy was nearby, they would right. have that weird chorus. Okay, yeah, I I because <laughs> I got I got stomped on by the second boss. I didn't I only get really got to see like three songs. Aww. But, yeah. Um, yeah, second boss is a little much. <laughs> Uh, now, when we're talking about the second boss, are we talking about the the one in the uh, the giant one that's in uh, with the pit of purple goo? Uh, no, no, no pit. The second boss that I encountered, I don't know how non-linear it is, but um, that I found was the one with the giant like gun on the floor and to jump on the platform to shoot him in the brain. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But it was like really easy to get hit by his like bullet bullets. Like hit a that pattern of bullets who shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That, yeah, that uh, that was just, the second boss. You're right. I forgot about yeah. him. By the way, it's amazing the amount of uh, bosses in speedruns that are solved by jump past the boss then shoot it from behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Um, it's just like, hey, uh, remember this thing you were having problems with? Just run past it. <laughs> it reminds me of how people like when I see people play like Dark Souls or just be really good at it. I'm like, D- you just oh ignore most of the enemies. <laughs> yeah, like oh, could, could you iframe uh, past that boss? Yeah, you iframe like yes. some bits Man. on the back and you just stand there and shoot it. <laughs> okay, like well, yeah. I assumed it would kill me because he had the giant fuck off gun. And <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> always try it. That's one thing I've learned anymore from these old school platforms is always try to just abuse that uh, invulnerability from damage. I would never even think to do that. I did it the hard way. Like that's not. <laughs> I just it's like a it's like a total break of what the game is telling you. You know what I mean? It's like I, I wouldn't. It's like this is this is kind of how you have to do it. It sucks, but this is how you have to do it, and then. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of the games, <laughs> uh, but just very briefly back to the music. I just I feel like within the areas when I was exploring, the music was getting a little bit samey. So like I like the yeah. music that they composed for the game, but maybe they could have added more variety in different ways. Like like sort of a, a, a dynamic theme that would like modulate when you're just exploring, and maybe there's just like little rotating worm th- enemies. Versus when there's a more challenging enemy or more of a combat clashing, right? Uh, I get you. Um, yeah, it's uh, it. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the music. They they definitely went with again, like I was saying earlier, the retro sort of like '80s like. Um, but they also tried to make it um, uh, not ambient, but you know, like. Um, I don't know, moody in some way, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I feel like it's sort of ambient for chiptunes. 
Yeah, and it, it was just like okay, and that's what that's what Metroid did, but like Metroid had parts where it sped up, and I, when it sped up, I felt did better. It um <laughs> it really fit, fits the monster sounds though, because the monster sounds end up sounding like they're part of the background music. I think. Yeah, and some of them were just plain creepy. Like some of the monster sounds, like oh uh, yeah. Um, again, we, you know, we talk about the, the zombies or whatever. Like, those were kind of creepy all around. <laughs> like, what they, you know, how they were moving, how they're standing there, like, panting the whole time. And then they freaking freak out and come at you. And then they're screaming, essentially, in bits. And it's like, eh. So. <laughs> I don't want to be near this. <laughs> uh, for what do you think of the, uh, the section actually I'll, I'll wait to segue into that later uh sure but, sorry <laughs> i think but i think spe- unknown <laughs> uh speak, speaking of creepy and not really understanding what the game's trying to tell you uh the storyline of this game is kind of it's a well, thing let's, let's get into the <laughs> gameplay first like how you actually play it and that kind yes. of stuff okay um again <laughs> Metroidvania game, you shoot things, you get new weapons to do things. Um, it's uh, combat is fairly simple, very unforgiving. I would say you get hit pretty hard, um, so you kind of have to keep things up. Um, so like it's it, it, it <laughs> it's definitely in the in the vein of Metroid. For sure. That's kind of where I kind of lose interest, per se, because it feels like um, the backtracking gets me. It's a difficult game, I would say. Not just for backtracking, but... (laughs) Well, yeah, it's it's very hard. Um, I had to do a lot of, like, running back, and, and that's not really the problem that it was like, oh, it was hard. But, like... It, the problem was like it was not very like okay you have to you had to figure out where you need to go was was sort of the the thing and oh, yeah. i didn't like that about the other you know like like metroid too much it works out okay because it's not really that hard you just miss secrets this one it was like you're going to miss secrets and you're going to take an extra hour figuring out where you need to go because on the map, you miss that one little, you know, section on the map that was four white pixels that you realize didn't realize was a door, or you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, oh man. So um, I was looking for secrets, but I didn't really find any. Um, were the secrets in this game uh, the kind of more Zelda Metroidvania, where it's like, okay, well, this is a puzzle that I don't have the right uh, item to get to, to to interact with yet. Or were they the more like sh- the, part this of the tile is like a secret thing, and if you shoot it, it reveals Both. something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like when you get the lab coat, you better be testing every wall that's just one tile wide because hey, it might lead to something. Right. Yeah, I, I I'm not really enthused about like just like going around a game and shooting, you know, like blank wall textures yeah um as you used to call it in uh in the old dooms because you kind of just had to press space bar on the walls um 
the uh, they just called it wall humping because you're like just checking every single wall, <laughs> and then your guys going. <laughs> This is like that, that's that's the style of game I called it. it. Was just like it's just wall humping. It's just like check every corner, check every wall. Like, eh, it gets tedious. Well, it's kind of like the old Castlevania where you had to just randomly hit the walls and hope you found chicken if you were running low on health. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just arbitrary. It feels like. Um, one one thing I do want to mention though. Um, did anyone catch that one one of the enemies when you hit them with the, the scrambler or whatever they turn into missing no? Yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. Oh. Missing no, so people don't know is like a glitch in Pokemon. So, so that's actually a gameplay mechanic. Uh, you want to explain it to scrambler? <laughs> now I don't. It's this weird thing. It's like, hey, this stuff looks like it's not real or like coding or whatever yeah use the discrambler on it and fix it is kind of the idea so you oh, get you mean you... like when the environment was like glitching out yeah you start glitching yes. the world with a Sorry. tool that changes the properties of things yeah i started seeing a little was... bit of that in the world but it was just like non-interactable at that point yep so you get a gun that lets you target that stuff and it also like changes some enemies so you can jump on them or freezes them in place or uh, there's one enemy that spews out a constant stream of uh, little white ghost looking things and if you descramble it it changes it to uh, it spews out constant health and oh that's cool it's, yeah it's super useful but it's also kind of weird because it's, it's kind of it becomes like tried on everything because you never know what's gonna work. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and that's the kind of thing I don't like about this kind of gameplay it's like hey it's cool because you get to explore but it's like when that that is cool I like exploration in games and but when you end up just being lost and backtracking a lot um, that's not fun you know what I mean it's like oh okay I didn't think about this tiny little thing and I missed it and I moved on, but like when that sort of ties into the main gameplay at times, it's like, uh, I'd rather not. Yeah. Cause there was, I, I would, I wouldn't be okay. I would be fine with it if it was like the optional stuff was hidden behind that BS, but there's a lot of required game that's hidden behind. Like, I don't know, figure it out. And we're not going to give you hints because you, you wanted to buy an old school game. <laughs> so right. you know there's a lot of like side scrolling shooting and the old Metroid simple Metroid style and uh, yep. so, sort of like platforming exploration uh, do the puzzles ever like become sort of convoluted or like not convoluted but like was there ever like a process or was it sort of just sort of like use your new gun open the door I'd say it was a lot of try the thing against the thing right? yeah but not too much hard puzzles that you have to think about. Yeah, that was the yeah. impression I got at the start of the game. I, I liked the the little little gimmick with the burst gun where you had to shoot it into the space and then detonate it yeah. so it would hit something that's out of your line of sight. Mm -hmm. There's there's definitely stuff like that, but then um, one thing in particular that sort of like oh yeah, like that would sound cool, but end up an application like not being cool is the, the 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 lab coat that lets you phase through walls there's a certain section in the game where 
it looks like, oh, okay, I can phase through that wall. No, you can't because there's one block that's blocking the way. So it's like, uh, it's like one step up from where you can phase or one step down and something's yeah. blocking your way. Oh. And you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, how, how am I supposed to, like, and you keep trying and like, oh, this is me, right? Maybe I'm just an idiot, but like, later on you get a better coat that allows you to double do dash. that phasing like diagonally and dash and it's like oh that's how you're supposed to do that okay um, but it looked like I was able to do it the old way so I sat there and tried to do it the old way like seven different times like <laughs> by, the, by the way the whole uh, you have to pay attention to the background walls because Sometimes if a passage is slight, the background wall is slightly darker, that doesn't just mean aesthetically it's darker. It means that's a hollow area that you can phase into. Even though it just looks like the rest of the wall, that's slightly darker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a couple secrets that are like that. Oh, also Uh, you get a morph ball-like thing, so... Oh, yeah, the the little little drone. Yeah, your crab form. A Metroid homage... And actually, in Verge, um, get out so of there's actually yeah, a bigger one. It's so weird, isn't this? <laughs> uh, there's a bigger homage than you might realize. Uh, did either of you enter in the Justin Bailey code? No. It works. <laughs> okay. Do you remember Justin Bailey for uh, Metroid or Super I'm, Metroid? I'm not. I'm not familiar with this actually. Um, I'm gonna double check because if I say this wrong. Someone will execute me in the mm-hmm. comments. So give me one second to fi- find the actual uh, details. All, All right, our SoundCloud so, hot takes. Uh, the Justin Bailey password is starting off Samus without her power suits. She actually is in her, like, the, the suit, like, when it's revealed Samus is a, is a female if you beat the game fast enough. Uh, and yeah. You the arm cannon. Uh, you just type uh-huh. out the password Justin Bailey. And it gives you that, and you also start f- f- farther on with a ton of energy tanks, missiles, a various suit, and all the extra <laughs> stuff. Okay. Um, but it's it's been used in other games like WarioWare and stuff like that, and Samus Returns. And sure. in Axiom Verge, you can put it in, uh, and it gives you the passcode tool that makes your character wear a swimsuit like Samus Aran's. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> straight take and I was like that's kind of silly and fun now that being said there was some clever things uh, that involved like some of the how do I get there kind of thing um, for instance the the little basically it's not a morph ball it's a drone it's a little spider drone or whatever it looks like a head crab <laughs> yeah it does look like a head crab uh, <laughs> um, but this little drone thing um, the mechanic of it being able to swap places with you later on was and you pretty being cool. Able to throw it later on. <laughs> yeah, so like that that was used to some good, uh, you know, like good ideas. But outside of like that, like, <laughs> it was, you know, the most of the puzzles were like, okay, I just had to freaking try everything all the time. Like it was, it felt dumb. <laughs> Um, yeah, like gameplay wise, like that was my little like why I don't like Metroid in general is like I don't like getting lost, and I don't need guide pointers pointing me all the time. But like, 
it would help if there was something sometimes. You know oh yeah, I mean? make it a little slightly obvious, please. <laughs> yeah, um, I know I talk about this a lot. But one of my favorite games has been Doom 2016. I've been play- playing that a little bit. Um, that is a game of you can just rush through and do whatever. That's not, um, you know, like it, it doesn't require you to to go get the secrets. However, the secrets you do have to look for them. You do have to explore. But it wasn't in such a painfully unobvious way, too. It was like, okay, if I just fought and went down this hallway, and then, like, okay, if I looked down here, there was something. Like, it, not, not everything has to be entirely obvious, but, like, give us something. Like, <laughs> I didn't have to shoot, like, a pixel in this one spot to get this door to open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Like, I really like Metroidvania games, but I really rather prefer the ones like Ocarina of Time uh, through Twilight Princess or, like, uh, uh, Paper Mario 2 and 3, like that style, where it's a little bit more directed. It's less like you can just enter a room and come up with nothing. A good example is, like, Ocarina of Time, right? You have this Golden Skulltulas. And yeah. you don't know where they yeah, are, yeah. but you hear mm-hmm. and that really tinny, like uh, spider scratchy noise. Uh, right, and yeah, and it told you, oh, okay, there's location. one here. I gotta look for it. So, uh, Arctic, you know, our, one of our previous guests actually had a, a point about this in terms of game design, which is uh-huh. that um, he he doesn't he's not a fan of the 2D Zeldas because of that same issue of like how you progress in the game is based on like sometimes a one line hint and then just kind of go re-explore the map and test your new item everywhere. And he didn't like yeah. that versus uh, Link to the Past and uh, not Link to the Past but um, Ocarina of Time and Ocarina. Majora's Mask where they kind of do right. direct you like, okay, you probably should go take care of this. And even the newer Zelda games now are significantly more obvious on, okay, here's what you do next. Versus uh, test everything. Right. I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild is a little bit more vague on things, but that's kind of the game in general is vague. <laughs> I mean, they at least they at least told you four obvious things. Go do the big, oh, yeah, no, the giant yeah. things in the sky, and then kill the big evil spooky looking thing on Hyrule Castle. Well, I don't really consider <laughs> right. Breath of the Wild a Metroidvania sort of Zelda game because you don't yeah. get any, you don't progress with items or anything. Uh, no, nope, you don't. Just with the older games, like uh, like getting the Goron mask and ground pounding on these big, heavy duty switches, you can only be hit by Gorons. Or like talking to certain NPCs that are Gorons as a Goron, there's sort of like an inherent clue there. Right. You're like taking the role of other characters, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess the difference is that, like, Metroidvanias never really have any NPCs. Or, I mean, Metroid Metroidvanias are always, like, desolate and destroyed. I think that's, yeah. that's one thing that annoys me, is you could. Like, I think you could probably do that in game design. You could, you know, make a nice Metroidvania that doesn't just sound feel like you're all alone and gotta figure this out yourself. Well, one of the things... Well, that's not entirely true, because Super Metroid and Fusion both have um, sort of friendly monsters in them that help you in some way. 
So there's the the monster that helps you learn how to dash, I believe, in Super Metroid. Uh, there's a lot of them in Fusion. Um, where, like, I don't know, like, the, you didn't, f- you feel alone for sure, but then there's, like, other things there. It is like, oh, this isn't exactly trying to kill me. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, this, I'm just learning from it, or, you know, I'm just observing it, a kind of thing. Um, and of course, you know, like, spoilers for Super Metroid, I'm, I'm sorry, but you do get help from a Metroid. Also, like, it's... you actually do have allies. How, how long, or how old is Metroid now? I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have been felt spoiled when I hadn't played it yet, and it was 2013, so... <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I didn't play it until yeah I didn't I didn't play it until 2013 see, actually uh I want to say it was like 94 yeah something like that I was four years old <laughs> nice I was so, six <laughs> uh yeah it is I do kind of appreciate that it's hard though because like. Most of the times I didn't think I didn't get that bullshit like whenever you get you get killed and you your first thought is to scream bullshit. I didn't get that feeling as much. Yeah. It was more like I probably I could have dodged that. <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't think the game was unfair. It was just unforgiving. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I did hate was trying to do the vertical jumps with the uh drone robot oh. thing where you'd like do a dash jump up and then chuck the ball up and then try to or tele- phasing up phasing yeah. up was a hard there was certain control things that were just hard um and it, and i don't know if it was a product of me playing on the switch or whatever but it was just I, it felt like certain things were just hard yeah to do. if um, you ever want to feel bad about yourself go watch somebody speed run this game and watch them just pull that shit off effortlessly and you're like ah. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel bad at myself because they're speedrunners, and I don't, I do not hold myself up to anywhere near that potential. <laughs> but yes, they if do pull it off. Oh yeah, that's right. I meant to say this before because I watch a ton of speedruns, and I don't know if you're a speedrunner watching us, but if you're a speedrunner, you're watching us. Like, good freaking job! I admire you. That's some of that stuff is like mind-bogglingly difficult. Oh yeah, dude! You you want to talk about mind-boggling difficult? I've, I've been playing Celeste. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, it was a joke. I was like, "Hey, look at this!" Because like the B sides are like the levels uh, in like, "Hey, here's a level, but here's like an immensely harder version." Um, is is basically what the B sides are for that game. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Hey, look, I beat this uh, like one B side," and I got to the second one. I'm like, "Nope." At, at first, I was <laughs> upset people at that the they ran Celeste. They ran Celeste at AGDQ, and it was a big hit. I saw that. But I was really upset. I was like, oh, why didn't they do all strawberries? That's Come on, that would have been cooler. And then like, I watched a video of like the task in progress as people were trying to... Uh, there's do a the word for it. Like, no, well, yeah, like the progression of tasks is when they're like trying to figure out new strats. Yeah, yeah, it's it's world record progression. I've seen a lot of those for Super Mario World, I think. Oh, yeah, but it's the fact that, like, I now understand why they didn't do all strawberry because, like, you somebody has to oh, route dude. that shit, and then you have to be good enough to consistently perform that. 
So oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that just right now. <laughs> there's um. It's also like a new game. <laughs> relatively new game. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah. The, like the stuff that they pull off in speedruns is just ridiculous. <laughs> it's not gonna be how <laughs> you play the, the game, especially Axiom Verge. It's like. Um, you know, watching a speedrun of that, you're going to be like, even like stuff like Metroid, it's like, hey, um, they're just breezing through this. And like, uh, you know, us who aren't able to do that, like this game's legit hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you have to take your time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, um, but you know, talk about hard, um, and, and a kind of a rough segue here, but hard to understand was the story. I'll say that. Like, a story was tripping balls. Yeah, things <laughs> things certainly happened. Um, I know the point where I was absolutely lost with the story is when uh, you got to the the cyan area. I, I don't remember any of the names of the areas. You got the cyan looking area where yeah, you would sometimes like approach an exit and see yourself exit ahead of yourself. <laughs> yes, and then. <laughs> There was the the wavy area where wavy everything started. Area. You know, what I meant the wavy area. Where yeah, you yeah, fight the thing like, and instead of winning, you just kind of collapse. After it's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, they, they pull off this thing too, where it's like you're the boss and the monster is your character fighting you. But the boss, like, oh, by the way, they don't even give you, like, all the freaking hard bosses that shoot, like, 900 missiles that the character has to dodge. It's, like, literally you could do nothing. Like, you're not even, like, able to shoot um, or anything. And the, and the character just kills you. And you're like, why, why would why were we reversed there? Like, there was some crazy flipping stuff in this game. <laughs> it's, it's trippy. Not helped by the visuals and the music that makes you feel uneasy. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I had a game to compare it to and then I could, forgot like what it was an example of like where you're really not sure am I the good guy what exactly is happening what happened to this world cough cough Bioshock cough cough I didn't feel that bad about Bioshock but definitely well maybe Bioshock 2 but oh well yeah Cave Story Cave Story is another one of those uh, not quite sure what's happening you know, right. you're a robot, and then you find out maybe robots did terrible things, but you don't know if you were one of those robots. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, Thank God, I... this game does not have multiple endings like Cave Story, though. <laughs> yeah. Now I do want to say, like, there was one, there was one, one part uh, as far as like uh, Trace goes as a character in the story that I felt didn't really fit. Now I, I'll say, I'll preface this like a super spoilers, obviously, cause we're talking about when we talk about the story and we're going to get into the end and that kind of stuff. But like it's yeah. towards the end or like at least on the latter half where like you like, okay, everything is better. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Like you go home or whatever. Um, something like that. But, like, he gets, like, oh, yeah, I was, like, the Nobel Prize winner, and I was, like, the most bad-A scientist in the land. And I was, like, 
that kind of felt like out of character for Trace, it, like the, it being like the sort of like just nobody. But like when you find out like oh no he was going to be like better than Einstein kind of thing, I was like that just was a total flip. Like I didn't I didn't see that coming. Yeah, the character wasn't presented as such beforehand, which honestly I kind of liked, but it's still okay. weird. Uh, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it better. I like the idea of somebody that could be important like that. You sure would have no clue they're important by the way they act or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, know, that's... they can't make video games about normal people, Horshawn. Like, why make why a video not? game if you're not making it about the best of the best? You can't Isn't that the whole make Batman if he's not rich. Then he's not <laughs> important. I don't know. The, Batman uh, is just poor and his parents like died. Valley? Batman doesn't matter. <laughs> Who cares? His parents <laughs> I, just died, but he's some nobody. They were nobody I was going to cite golf, uh, like Mario Golf is like, oh, you're just a normal kid. But I'm like, no, I remember you were really good at golf and that's why you got accepted. Damn it. <laughs> like, What's a game about a normal I, I, person? Stardew Valley. Esports. <laughs> No, Stardew Valley, you were you were only uh, able to be that person because your grandpa was smart enough to like not sell the farm. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like a super store. Yeah, I guess yeah, you're not like the chosen farmer or whatever. <laughs> Give it a couple of years. Like... Being a member of the middle class will feel like you've been selected by God. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. If somebody left me a farm, I was like, "Hey, go do this." I don't know if I would actually. <laughs> even well, with, hey, even though I do you know, they were in a dead end job. But they didn't even do it to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, "No, I need a change in my life," and then they took the farm. I and mean, then, I'm, if you're like me, you you marry the girl that that made fun of you when you got there because it was just funny. I mean, <laughs> I I thought I, I've said many times that uh, I have a, I'm in a dead end job. I need to change, make a change. Uh, I haven't moved out to a farm yet. <laughs> hey, hey. I kind of did. At least there's a farm across the road. <laughs> nice. Oh, oh, man. Real quick, I did want to mention one really cool visual thing. Just because uh, uh, behind the scenes, whenever I'm doing these podcasts, I always just pull up like Twitch or YouTube videos of somebody watching the game to get me in the mindset. Yeah. Uh, in this case, I pulled up an Axiom Verge 100% speedrun takes about an hour and 18 minutes in case you're wondering how crazy people get with speedruns. Uh, the, the screen clearing bombs. They are cool as hell. <laughs> like visually, they do that weird oh, yeah. graphical glitch thing. Like the, the data thing. Yeah, yeah. They're basically like a nuke of the, the beam graphic thing. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Nova Bomb from uh, Super Metroid, of course. <laughs> yeah. Just this like, game here. Bar- borrows a lot from Metroid. But it does something very different. Because um, I have, you know, obviously a lot of parallels to Metroid here. Um, but uh, it does something very different from Metroid that I didn't expect. It doesn't kill the enemies, it just alters them. Uh, for the most part. Sometimes it renders them useless. Other times it makes them more dangerous. Like, there's certain certain ones that get more dangerous in their altered state. Um, oh, yeah. But a lot of the more dangerous ones become 
uh, like there was one time, like one type of enemy towards the very end of the game that was like, it's much easier to fight if you alter it. Um, otherwise, it feels like dang near impossible. I like that they left in somewhere like if you if you hack it, corrupt it. I'm gonna say corrupt. If you corrupt it, corrupt it. Uh, <laughs> it gets more dangerous because I like to think they did that as like a little trap of like, hey, you're gonna use your new toy on everything, aren't you? <laughs> oh yeah, gonna, yeah. Gonna make you regret like, that. Uh, like they didn't, uh, you know, try to get us to do that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Games are jerks sometimes. (laughs) I do like that they did do some good design where when you first get that item, uh, you end up locked in a room and the only way to get out is to use that item and learn. It makes you learn how to use it. But that the whole time, you're not in danger. You're just, you're you're able to chill in that room for as long as you want. It gives you time to figure it out. And then the next room, they give you like two enemies to deal with to while you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So it does right. the proper way of teaching you how to play a game. And I appreciate that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, about yeah. the, um, the graphics, just jumping back for a minute. Okay. Sure. Like, this game looks like basically any scene out of a Blade Runner movie. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all like the glass all the way, <laughs> and the reflections and like the pink and the purple and the dark... Like the freezer scene I mean, with um, who's his face? Like that, oh, that could I be. Know. That's kind of dark. I think that could be a level out of this game. So, anyway. I know we've already chosen our next game, but I've been on a super kick of trying to find anything neon eighties lately at all. And so, if you guys, listeners, or my other two awesome hosts have any suggestions for trippy eighties games, please give me them to me because, like, I need it. What is it? The Far Cry Blood something? I already 100%ed Far Cry Blood Dragon. I love that game. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That was what I was like. That's exactly that. Um, Yeah. Okay. No, that's the only one I know of. I can think of at the top of my head at least. I've been playing Deus Ex and stuff like that too. Trying to get that. uh, You could call it Neon Future or Shitty Future where like, oh yeah, it takes place in the future, but the future kind of (laughs) sucks. Cyberpunk. Yeah, um, the fifth element falls in that same feeling as well. Yeah, um, I will say this: that, um, it, I, you said you played the new Doom. I oh, feel yeah. like it, it sort of fits that aesthetic, not entirely, but yeah, sort a little of. bit. Um, but yeah. you know, if you mix it with hell, but <laughs> this 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 game scratched that itch of wanting that weird cyberpunky feeling because it's. Not less, I guess it's kind of cyber because, you know, computers and you're corrupting things, but. Right. Not quite what I was expecting. It's not a bad thing by any means. I enjoyed it. It's just, it's such a strange aesthetic. I have no words for what you would call this game. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. (laughs) I don't seek out, like, nostalgia games or games that want to be emulates a certain decade in the 20th century but uh, I mean this is like any Kickstarter game is like nostalgia for this period nostalgia for that period we would like to make money off of your childhood give us money (laughs) so there's there's no shortage of tributes 
Speaking of making money off childhood, uh, Tamagotchis are coming back. <laughs> Aren't they already back? There was some guy at the Magic place I was playing that I actually think had one. I think. Because he was at least talking about it. He pulled something out. I was like, why would you want... <laughs> I hated Tamagotchis when I was a kid. I was like, what? I gotta take care of this thing now? No, I just want to play a game. Oh, you know what? I know what I I know what you could call the aesthetic of uh, this game. Uh, Xenopunk. Because it's not neon, it's really alien. Xeno, because the xenomorphs. Yeah. You know what? That's I was I sh- thinking Xenoblade when you said that. Not oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should watch Aliens There's too. There's a lot of punks in Xenoblade. <laughs> but yeah. That's pretty much all it is. It's just punks. <laughs> oh, man. I like the... So, I mentioned it earlier. I like the concept of aliens being alien. Because anymore yeah. in any game or movie, aliens are generally kind of standard and straightforward. And they're not alien or weird anymore. Kind of right. like the Cthulhu mythos. It started off really alien and cool, and now it's like, oh boy, it's Cthulhu. It's Squid Face. It turned into even has a plushie. Yeah, like it, it. It lost its mysterious and crazy appeal. But well, I mean, that's, in this that's game, like, the aliens, aliens. I don't know if they're aliens. They feel alien. <laughs> Sorry, Goron Haro. Hmm. I didn't mean to talk over you. I was just gonna say that's like the the dynamic of the unknown right it's like once you yeah understand yeah. and like you spend a day and go to the park with the unknown it's not the unknown anymore <laughs> <laughs> i like the way you phrase that <laughs> have a server uh, you know there was one i watched recently where they actually did have alien like aliens and i'm trying to remember um it's i almost said the mirror dimension that's not right it's the upside down. Uh, no, it's the uh, <laughs> shit. It was an alien movie. They arrived on this planet and they made this weird giant soap bubble looking thing uh, that like genetically altered everything that went into it. Are you talking and, about that recent movie with yeah. the Natalie Portman? Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but that's what exactly what I, the one I'm talking about. Uh, but it had very alien aliens where like you really didn't know what the point of them was like what their plans were annihilation yes annihilation annihilation was a great one and that's what kind of I got a little bit of annihilation perks from this okay um so like huge tangent from the story there um (laughs) it basically the big twist to the story is like all these bad guys and things are you in different timelines or something like what is no it's not timelines i always thought they were different aspects of yourself yeah they were different clones of you or or, or something like that Uh, you know it's been over a month since i finished the game Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i might be a little cloudy on some of those details but um I don't know. Like, it felt like kind of like, oh, it was you the whole time. Because basically they talk about coming through the breach, I think is what they called it. Yeah. Um, it's just like, okay, there's this bubble around this world. That's why it's sort of isolated. And only the guy, you know, like they say his name or whatever. Athos. The big bad guy. Athos, yeah, yeah. Can get through it. 
and it turns out, well, you got through it. So then you figure out, like, you're just a clone of the real you fighting you, and all of the bad guys are clones of you that he... Like, it's just like, what... It's like the biggest narcissism trip I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit is, despite the game's good and positive sides, the story was a little um, I don't want to say tryhardy for a story because that seems mean, but you know, <laughs> I I, I hate, mean I, I mean if you go to if you go to half say it, you might as well just say it. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of tryhardy. <laughs> I hate I hate that trope of it was you the whole time. We're really the bad. Oh, shut up! That's such a stupid. <laughs> It's overplayed hey, at this point. Hey, hey, I, that's how I got into a writing contest in middle school, okay? <laughs> I made, I'm, I'm serious, I made it like a noir story where like he was hunting a monster and the monster was him or something, was something stupid. And I actually got like into the like state writing contest as an entrant. I got last, mm, but... Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> that was my entrance thing and my teacher that's was brutal. like, this is good. Oh, dude, I I have a long history of getting last in everything. <laughs> so, like, but, like, if that if Monster Hunter came out with the next game being, like, oh, we were the monsters the whole time, the animals are actually good, people would be pissed. They'd be like, that's stupid. I'd be like, bring back the handler, full force. Bring <laughs> like back the most, handler. Most of the audience already believes that, Toaster. <laughs> I know. That's true. But Why are if, we killing this innocent creature? But if you put it into a story, it would seem forced because they'd be like, "Ugh, just let me hunt monsters. I don't care." <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, in life, <laughs> in life there are hunters, and then there are monster hunters. <laughs> so, anything uh, else about uh, uh, Axiom Verge? You, you shouldn't um, that, have done that to yourself. Uh, I want to say the last boss fight was super frustrating. There was a lot of frustrating things. I'm sorry, this game was freaking hard. Like I like <laughs> to consider myself good at games, but god damn it. <laughs> I ended up beating it by just tanking all the damage and standing and shooting straight up. That's I was like... I was like, I'm going to try to play it the right way, and I had to play it sort of glitchy way to sort of beat it. I was just like, I oh, know, I'm not okay with this. Like, this is dumb. That's actually what led to me exploring because I'm like, I need to find more health. This is stupid. <laughs> is the last boss? Well, <laughs> the last boss and a couple of the previous bosses too. Like, I was having yeah. a hard of a time. I'm like, okay, nope, need more health. Yeah, the last boss, I just sort of muscled through it because I was just like, nope, I'm not, I'm not done. Like, I, I gotta, I gotta finish this. And, and then I just sort of stood and stood like, there's like a weak point in the ceiling that's like, it's pretty obvious that it's where you're supposed to shoot. But at the same time, it was like, okay, so how am I supposed to, okay, I gotta dodge this and do this. And I know it's just like, no, I don't care. I'm just gonna stand and shoot straight up with this weapon. And it worked. How much damage because, did I do between invincibility phases? <laughs> right. Um, I ended up, like, it just so happens that, like, there's these things that give you health and that kind of stuff between, like, the, 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 the basically the things that are shooting you. If you kill them, eventually, sometimes they give you health. I ended up just sort of tanking and healing through the damage, just shooting straight up. Like, it was just, like, it was the, it was the most infuriating thing in a boss fight since Borderlands for me. Oh, God. Ugh. Like, <sighs> Arbitrary meat sponges sucked. 
I hate Borderlands because of that final boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I hated it more when I learned how to beat it. Because I did the exact same thing that I just talked about. I found a spot and just kept hitting it where I was pseudo-safe. Hmm. Like, I'm just like, oh, this is... It infuriates me more now that I found a cheat. <laughs> but yeah, uh... I, I, I overall I still enjoyed this game even if it was frustrating and hard sometimes and it had a cheesy story I, I came out in the middle I don't hate it I don't love it it was cool I'm glad I played it and that's about where I'm at <laughs> um, for the crazy people out there there's absolutely uh, speedrunning stuff built into this game if you feel like it there's actually like modes you can turn on that they uh, they'll keep a timer running at the top left for you. They immediately disable all the dialogue so you don't have to, you know, skip through it yourself. It just has no dialogue <laughs> enabled. Oh, and yeah. They have a uh, little, they even have like little blight. Um, what's it called in speedrunning? When you have like the brakes? Is it just called that? Oh, they, yeah. They it's just called the breakdowns. Yeah. yeah, so like whenever you kill a boss or something like that, it has like a thing show up in the top left. It's like here you go. There's where your current break is at. Right. So yeah, I I watched a Diablo two speed run recently, and it's like Act one, you know, and Dariel Act, you know, Act one Dariel Act, you know, like yeah, like that kind of stuff. And but I like that uh, they have that built into the game because they're like we this is a Metroid game. People are going to speed. <laughs> so yeah, they just let you have it. Well, I mean, I think that's a comment on um, Kickstarter games in general. Kickstarter games, like, they tend to have these, sometimes have, to, you know, these great ideas behind them that, you know, because they're mostly fan, <gasps> you know, fan-built, fan-community games, you oh. know what I mean? Like, I just, um, sorry, you just made me remember a Kickstarter game that I kind of wish I'd said when we were trying to decide what game to play next. Um, shoot, I'd like to hear it. I've what been playing it? A Hat in Time lately. Oh, yeah, and, I've heard good things about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you want to talk about good Kickstarter games. Sorry to spoil my opinion of that, but, uh, yeah, we should absolutely do that one sometime. <laughs> Put oh, it on the list. Already? Yes, it is. Uh, for PS4, at least, I think. It is on the Switch, or it's coming to the Switch soon? I think it's coming to the Switch. Oh, it just released for Xbox, looks like. Or no, yeah. last year it was, never mind. And it's um, uh, on the PC. It already has its uh, DLC. Not on the PS4 yet. But it's coming. Okay, so we have pre-selected a a game for the next month. Yes. Uh, yes. And that game is Undertale. But just checking with you guys. Do you want to do a Hat in Time instead? Um, it's up to you guys. What, what do you think? Um, one of which is a um homage to an already existing game. Uh, I kind of like, like this would... one is. And Hat in Time is an homage to another existing game. <laughs> Here, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll put. I'll make it easier for you guys. Do you guys want to play uh, Earthbound or do you want to play Mario sixty four? Oh no! Yeah, that's you are totally you are totally wrong. Oh, Hat in Time isn't an homage to sixty four. It's an homage to Banjo Kazooie. No, because I hate Banjo Kazooies. <laughs> 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 What? Yeah, I'm sorry. What? 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 Yeah. 
I that's like that's like a, that's a discussion for another day. But my goodness, <laughs> um, I say Mario sixty four because it has axe. You know where you each level modifies the things slightly different. Okay. Anyway, I feel yeah. like you guys got to look at that first level because that's like Mario Sunshine. But anyway, I've heard it like changes up a lot. Anyway, so which, which movie you like to do next? I'm okay with either. Um, personally, I would prefer A Hat in Time over uh, Undertale, uh, even though I'd like to one day do Undertale. I've seen so much about Undertale, I know enough about it to probably talk about it without playing it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I just, I mean, and I don't think I watched a full playthrough, but I've watched a couple. I'll, uh, you know, I will agree. Probably most of our audience also already knows everything about Undertale. It's not exactly yeah, an under-publicized game. Yeah, it was it was like a rock star for a good year. Like, <laughs> also, it's coming to um, the or it's out on the Switch. Yeah, it's out on the Switch. Uh, it I, recently came out on the Switch. I feel the same, uh, Fortune. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning towards a Hat in Time because I forgot that was out. Let's do a Hat in Time. No, then. that's fine. Let's do a Hat in Time. So that's our next game. If you want to play with us, guys, um, we're going to do a Hat in Time. Also, for um, and you're down. welcome. You're welcome, comment section, for debating this live in the recording. Hell yeah. And I'm sorry to anybody who heard Undertale and got super excited and then got I'm so, crushed that we changed so sorry. it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get I to mean, it. To be honest, I was like, I wasn't super stoked about Undertale because it's so, like, I already know everything that yeah. happens. I already know what happens when you... Because I watched the Completionist episode on it, which is very good. Oh, yeah. But, like... I know everything. <laughs> but Whereas I don't know much about Hat in Time other than it's so, Hat in Time. Something I did want to bring up, and this is... Uh, I'm okay saying this on air because I think it's a nice idea. We have a lot of games that we want to play through, but we are limited by the number of months in the year in our life. So uh-huh. I think we should have a uh, suggestion list for the users of like, hey, we suggest you guys play this. We won't cover it. However, Fortran, Haru, and I each have our own debates is like or you know our own taste in saying like you may like this game even if we don't cover right. it we highly suggest you should try it out okay uh i don't know if we want to like suggest a couple every month or what have you like that i'm down for that that's that's cool so i say each give us we each give like two game suggestions of hey go try this we probably won't cover it because either it's a long game and we're not going to finish it in a month or just because we want we think it's a cool game so, sure. um, I have two games that I know we're not going to cover, but I suggest uh-huh. you guys go play them. Sure. What is that? Uh, so two. the first one is, I've said this many times, it's my number one favorite of game of all time, Final Fantasy Tactics. Go play it. If you like old games and old graphics, it's cool. Uh, tactical and fun. And strategy, strategy games. Yes. Yeah. It's fun. I do highly suggest this one also. It's not one of my favorites, like uh, Toaster's here, but um, it is my favorite Final Fantasy. And my second... There's that. Yeah. My second suggestion for this week would uh, actually be City Skylines. It is a... Uh, oh, yeah, we would never cover that. It's That's just too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a city-building game, uh, a la yeah. SimCity, but I'm going to say better because... It focuses more on actually building the city and being creative with it and making custom roads and making it your city versus just try to make these stat sheets balance out and try not to go bankrupt. (laughs) 
Ah, it's it's very. You know oh, go on. I was heavily considering getting this on the Switch um, when I was trying to find something to play, but I ended up going with Doom because I like Doom so much. <laughs> I'd recommend it though. It's very relaxing. It's fun. But we both those games we will never cover. First, because City Skylines is it's just an open-ended city-building game, so I don't think it may make great discussion. And then right. Tactics is. I have doubts some people would finish Tactics in a month. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. It is. Oh, yeah. That's. And to do everything you kind of want to do in the game, definitely not. Um, I, I don't know why, but like Tactics, I feel like you always want to get all the jobs, and that's just a, an immense amount of. <laughs> That's about a work. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a game where you can play it through simple, or you can just absolutely ruin the game by like breaking everything and becoming an overpowered god. <laughs> right. But to do the second one takes time, so we probably won't cover okay. it. Um, horror. What are two games you would suggest? Wait, we're doing this now. Yes, of <laughs> yes. course. <laughs> we're putting you on the spot, uh, horror. Look. Until next month. I mean, I can sure. give you like a you favorite games to. list, but they're going to be AAA games. Well, <laughs> that's okay. Like, we they can uh, be AAA. My games. My artisanal bread of video games. <laughs> I suggested Tactics, and that's not like an indie game that no, no one's I ever heard a of. No, AAA title. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can name drop like a, a current title that you're really enjoying, or something you just think we won't cover. You just want people to play. Well, shocker! It's Monster Hunter, but um, yeah. I, probably my three favorite games that aren't in the title of our normal podcast would be, uh, you know, like Twilight Princess, Skyrim, of course, and yeah. uh, The Last of Us. And no one has heard okay. of those games. I'll so, be honest, you know, I haven't played The Last of Us. I I know it's a huge thing, I just haven't taken time. Yeah, some <laughs> people miss games. Like, I didn't play The Last of Us until I bought my PS4. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Not my cup of tea, but it's good. <laughs> I'm sure you haven't played those games already, listener. Cough, cough. <laughs> That's true. What? Uh, <laughs> all right, well, I'll just go into two I suggest. Um, one I play on stream occasionally is uh, Classic Doom, as in Doom 2, um, mixed in with Project Brutality. Um, so which is Brutal Doom and Project Brutality is a, a mod of a mod. Um, yeah, it's it's classic Doom and awesome, but it's also like super brutal and different. <laughs> um, like it, it's it, I cannot say that the new Doom was not inspired by this because <laughs> the finishing moves, the the like the brutal kills, like all of that was in this thing before Doom 2016 came out um, and long before so it was, it's pretty cool stuff <clears throat> um, and then also um, one other game that we're probably not going to cover but I would always suggest is um, and I, I know Horror said he didn't like this but Diablo 3 um, that's been on Switch, I've been having a ton of fun with it um, just entirely completed a season, um, which is sort of like the latter of the old Diablo games. Um, obviously, a lot of people have played Diablo 3, but if you still haven't, um, screw the people that say the story sucks, because 
I don't think it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll fight that every day. Trust me, I've gotten like negative thousands of co- you know downvotes on Reddit's for my comments of favoring the Diablo three story. <laughs> I will I will die on that hill. <laughs> Not favoring it over other games, just I like it. <laughs> so yeah. That's my two. Um and I think I, that wraps us up today. Um so overall thoughts on Axiom Verge is okay. Play it. It's an experience. That's that's my take. Uh Haru, what about you? I mean, I didn't play, I didn't finish it, so I don't really have a uh, opinion that has merit. But you know, would you sure want feels to like it? Metroid. <laughs> sure feels like Metroid. I yeah. don't think I can finish it. Dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as intended. I can clip through the boss. I yeah, guess, maybe. No, that's fine. That's the, but yeah. that's you know that's part of the the experience. If you didn't finish it, then it didn't you know you a you didn't have time or it didn't grab you enough. Um, that's total, it's a valid experience, I would say, just, you know, just not the same, because, I mean, I didn't finish Rebel Galaxy, nor could I have, I don't I'm think. Not, I could have played really more. I'm not really white knuckle <laughs> games that are just, like, hard, like, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's that, that really makes my, it not fun, and I think not really that, that is also a valid opinion to have, like, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm not willing to put the time into it because it's not, you know, it's not something I want to do. I agree with that 100%. Oh, and in case anybody wants to know, no, we're never going to cover Neo or Dark Souls because no. (laughs) Dude, I so want to play Neo at some point, even though I did watch a full 95-hour playthrough. God. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Having said that, I did, like, 100% all of the Neo betas because, like... That was. Jesus. I really liked the combat system in that. Anyway, we're yeah. getting off track. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, Toaster, your final thoughts. I enjoyed it. I liked the aesthetics. Again, the storyline was kind of. Yeah. But the visuals, the music, especially the music. I'll listen to music while playing other games now. Like, it's in my actual like playlist of like good music to game and stuff, too. So. Overall, I enjoyed it. It was a pretty you know, good experience. Most of my game music is remixes of other games and that kind of stuff, the OC remix stuff. But the, there's only a couple games where I take like the default music from the game, and it's like some of the Donkey Kong Country stuff. I also do those remixes and Monster Hunter. I just don't. I, I don't know. I, I felt I didn't feel that connection with this music. <laughs> We're gonna have to have that conversation some other time about music because that could be a long conversation and oh yeah it's one i definitely want to have someday but yeah i've been listening to the uh persona like the soundtrack persona 5 soundtrack the songs the vocalized songs by lynn and like they came out with some new ones for the anime and it's all like the same level of quality so so good I will have to take your word for it because the only persona music i've heard is when they announced joker and smash that's it. It's all pretty oh, much yeah, there, quality. There's, <laughs> there's some vocal songs like 60 and 70 hours of that RPG. Like you have to work for them. Oh jeez. <laughs> Alrighty. But yeah. well, um, maybe that'll be yeah. A we'll talk about that another, another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but for now, um, I guess we'll be signing off. So this is Fort Uh You can find me at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter. Uh, haven't been too active lately. That's because we've been so busy with the holidays and that kind of stuff. But hey, you know, keep an eye on the Twitter to see any updates for the podcast and or you know me ranting about magic lately. <laughs> Alrighty. So uh, where will you be, Haru? Oh, I'm uh, at Kane's Dead Gran on Twitter. Yeah, usually mostly just retweets anymore. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. very funny Photoshop pictures of gobbles. But <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to see this. <laughs> what about what about you, Toaster? Uh, I'm at Toasty Smiles on Twitter's and YouTube. I know I've said it many before, but I promise one day a video will actually go up on that YouTube channel. Okay. And other than that, I'll be jumping around with an umbrella and a cute little hat in Hat in Time. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next quest. <laughs>